Welcome in the latest episode of that SEC podcast. I'm your host, Mike Brad. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter, and I'm joined as always by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Balls on Twitter. What do you do, you big Tennessee homer? <laughs> hey, buddy, what's going on? Oh, man, another day, another dollar, and another day gone without the SEC figuring out what the hell they're going to do with this schedule. Eight, nine, two. We don't know what number they're going to come out with, you know? There's, they're forming their little alliances. It's like Survivor Island in there. I can only imagine. You know, they got their all little camps and they're trying to backstab each other. But, hey, buddy, yeah. I, I think – I think you hit the nail on the head. One of my favorite tweets was the one you sent out. Uh, what's holding them up with some of these non-conference games? And you're going through them, and you're like, Mercer, come on now. You know, is this really what's holding us from nine? Because I'm sure we could get one little deal and take care of all of them. Right, right. So I'm glad you said that. I'm going to get to that in just a second, Shay. But just a you know, latest update. The update, unfortunately, is there is no update. They've not decided on the schedule. They've not decided whether to drop power five requirement for a non-conference game so basically it's just a bunch of hemming and hawing and all this down there and the latest comes and this just to me shane this is excuses for why they're not getting shit done florida ad scott strickland this comes courtesy of matt baker friend of the show tampa bay times the florida ad says hey we all have these non-conference contracts for 2024 which makes me think that this nine-game schedule may not be feasible, at least for this first year, it would be challenging for us. And just like Shane said, so I have compiled <laughs> some of these games. Uh, these are these are real games. These are games on a schedule in the SEC for 2024. And I understand we don't want every SEC team to go through a murderer's row. I'm not suggesting that. But, my God, Shane, by the end of the week, we could have these games pushed bought out well i mean any number of factors this could very easily be done i'm going to run down the list every sec team has got one of these damn games alabama versus mercer there it is arkansas versus arkansas pine bluff (laughs) i don't even know you know what division that is florida versus sanford again Mm. not stanford sanford Georgia versus Tennessee Tech. Georgia, you just won two championships. We got (laughs) to quit with these games here. My God. Kentucky facing Murray State. Also, Missouri facing Murray State. Murray State, they got a tougher schedule than half these damn SEC teams. What about Kirby? Eight, nine. That's the biggest waste of time. You got Tennessee Tech hovering around on your schedule. Get out of here, Kirby. We got Ole Miss playing Furman. Come on, come on. Now, Mississippi State playing Eastern Kentucky. South Carolina's playing Old Dominion. They have football at Old Dominion. I I couldn't tell you where that's even located. It's it's a truck stop, I believe. They do transportation (laughs) on the weekends. (laughs) Tennessee's playing Chattanooga. Texas A&M's playing McNeese. And Vanderbilt's got Norfolk State, wherever the hell that is. Norfolk State, Virginia, right? I mean – I mean, I assume, Shane, but it don't matter it don't because matter. this is a joke. You can't – don't hide behind we got these power five – we got these 
non-conference games we can't get out of. Uh, like I said, by the end of the week, all these games could be, we could pay these teams off. We could push it to another year. Any number of things can happen. Absolutely. And they they just don't want to do it. Well, no, it's that's exactly it, man. I mean, Hopple, I think at Hopple, Tennessee, they didn't want to play Army. What'd they do? They just paid them off, moved it. Got rid right. of it. Moved to a different game. That's what you do here. This, this is this, uh, these are money games anyway. This is you're just basically donating to these programs to. Which again, there's some people that come out and they talk about, hey, we need these games because it helps her, her athletic department and and all that. But that's not the SEC's job. The SEC's job is not to make sure that Norfolk has a has a football program. Our job is not to to keep Chattanooga with uniforms. Our job is to build the best conference in the country and stay ahead of everyone. So if that requires dropping these games, spend a little money up front, these programs will have no problems doing that. So you can't use that as an excuse. Just like Eli coming out here the other day saying, well, these guys, you know, don't don't use the excuse uh, we want to play you know, at every stadium, these kids aren't staying for four years. You can't, you can't say stuff like that. And then off the other side of your mouth saying, well, these games are important. They're not important. They're, they're really not. They're just fillers. They're easy wins. And, uh, they, they easily can be removed from the schedule. So don't let that be the reason. There is, there's obviously some reasons why we're not going to nine immediately, but don't let this be the excuse. Right. Yeah. They're, they're just searching at this point, yeah. Shane. And, uh, Main re well. What's the last the day? Main when's, reasons. When's the last day of uh, like when does this conclude? Does it uh, is it till Friday or Friday? So, and they do not have to vote, but if a vote takes place, it will take place on Friday, and they'll come out at the conclusion of it and say what they've done. And for the last two years, what have you? They've said, well, we're pushing for <laughs> for more time, and, and mm-hmm. again, time is running out. We got Oklahoma and Texas coming in. I understand the logic chain of some of these guys saying, well, how, you know, how does this all work with the, the playoff is expanding? We don't know how the playoff committee is, yada, yada, yada. I mean, this is all garbage. Again, Nick Saban saying we don't want to play Tennessee, LSU, and Auburn every year. Well, hell, you play those teams every year anyway. Yeah. And more often than not, you dominate them. Mm-hmm. So let's not cry about this because – and here's the other thing, Shane. If – if Alabama catches Tennessee, LSU, and Auburn every year, which some people maybe you do look around and say, "Well, that ain't fair," because you know Kentucky's got so and so and so, or or what have you. The other way to look at it, Shane, is Alabama's also going to catch Vanderbilt more. Yeah, they're going to catch Kentucky more. They're going to catch Missouri more because the divisions are going away. So your three may look daunting, but instead of just playing the entire murderer's row that is the SEC West. Yeah. We're mixing in some East teams, and you're dropping. You're dropping an A&M. You don't have to go to College Station this year. You don't have to go to Fayetteville this year. And and on and on and on. Uh, so, I mean, well, I just again, think, that's, just, a, that's I, just an excuse. I'm with you. It's funny. It's like, okay, so let's drop LSU so that we can play them next year. Because guess what? You're going to play them every other year. So it's not like, yeah, it may help you one season, but LSU's had some bad years. They've had some down years that you'd like to have LSU on the schedule. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think this is crazy, crazy talk. You're, again, you, you look in a 10, 15, 20-year year window, we're talking, what does it look like 20 years from now? Who knows? Arkansas may be the biggest, baddest dude in town and nobody wants to go to. And then at that point, right. you're looking at Arkansas schedules. Well, it's not fair that they're playing so, so you know, it's like, get right, out of here right. with that nonsense. 
Right. Well, speaking of Arkansas, Shay, we got comments from Sam Pittman, the only one we got comments from on this show down there in Destin at the spring meetings. And uh, he was asked his thoughts, eight games, nine games. He came into it open to nine, but he explains why he's kind of leaning towards eight. And, again, it makes sense, but, again, I don't I don't necessarily favor it. I think the easier thing to do is keep it at eight. It's not broke. Um, we're winning national championships in our league, um, playing a good non-conference schedule. I think, obviously, you'd have to figure out if you're going to play a Power 5 team or not if you went to nine. I think uh, the schedule would be good for uh, either one, eight or nine, because you're going to go home and home in a four-year four period. Um, so I don't know I don't know what it's going to come down to, but I, I, I anticipate it's going to be another three or four days, and they'll probably figure it all out. I, I really don't have a preference right now. I did. I want the nine, uh, but I've kind of changed my mind. I, I, I don't think it really matters. If you, if you played the nine-game schedule, would the SEC still say you have to play another Power Five team? Would that still be on the table? As of right now, it's still on the table whether they would say you'd have another one. And if you look at it, um, with our league, if you added another game, you're also adding eight more losses in the league. And, uh, and that's not to say we can't get beat by somebody outside the league, but you're guaranteeing eight, eight more losses in the league. And will that hurt us? Uh, probably not as bad because they're going to expand the playoffs, so probably not as bad. But um, And they are, one of the compelling arguments was that it's not broke. We're playing eight, eight right now. Now, we are going to end up being a total SEC and not a West and an East, uh, but we're playing for the title right now. and So I don't know what they're going to do, but uh, whatever it is, we'll – be fine with it. I just wanted the kids the opportunity and the fans to go to Tennessee and Tennessee come here in, in a in a four-year season or go to Georgia and Georgia come here in a four-year. Uh, I think it's good for the game. What changed your tune a little bit? You said you came in thinking nine and now you're coming out thinking eight? Well, no, I, I, not necessarily. I, I think there was some good uh, talk about both of them, you know, eight and nine. But the one that hit me was, you know, it's not broke. You know, we're, we're Georgia's won in the last two years, I believe Alabama maybe before that. And, and uh, so that, that made a lot of sense to me. Um, but they're changing everything, you know. It's not the West and the East anymore. So now you're going to have a little bit more equality off of past records. Um uh, so I, I guess it all just depends on who you like in your pod. You know, if you had a three, three, uh, four, fourteen pod, and you like, you know, and I think it's going to be a little bit of proximity, you know, and like I believe we'd play Texas, you know, because that bring back that rivalry, probably Missouri, and then whomever, maybe Ole Miss or somebody, and and uh, I like that, you know, me personally, I like that that schedule. I don't know if I'd want to play a whole bunch of Power 5 teams after playing a nine-game SEC. You know, we played ten, yeah. two, three years, my first year, you know, and, and uh, yeah. I was looking for them other three. Where are they, you know? <laughs> they never showed up. All right, Shane, so, hey, oh. Pittman speaking from experience, 
you know, the running the gauntlet. I I understand what he's saying. Yes, SEC's won four national championships in a row. Probably gonna win a fifth championship in a row with the current format. And I, and I understand that, but I don't know, Shade. I mean, we're the biggest, we're the baddest, and all this. You know, go, go out there and prove it on the field. I agree, Mike. And, and I I think another thing too is is you know our 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 mind is going to change for the longest, longest time. It's like you go back to the BC era. It's like, if you're not, if you don't have an undefeated season, there's no way you're going to a national championship. And even then Auburn, I'm talking to you, you sometimes you didn't get it. So it, mm-hmm. it, it, it feels like our, our minds kind of shifted when we got into an sec, uh, more teams, we got the sec championships and, and, and whatnot. Then you're like, okay, well we can, Honestly, and there's been p- plenty of opportunities or times that we've made a, uh, like an argument that a two-loss SEC team should be in the college football playoffs and is right there on the bubble. Has it quite happened yet? Hasn't? I don't think it has happened yet, but, you know, it could have. And I say all that to say this, Mike, is our minds are going to change again when we go to a non-game, even though, yes, Arkansas may lose a few more than usual. Uh, a Tennessee team, you know, may lose two games and still have an opportunity. you got 12 teams going to the college football playoffs. You're going to have opportunities. So the way you think of losing in the SEC is going to be different than having to win. And now a lot of people, that was their argument, was they didn't want, you know, to lose the passionate and, 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 and the, the pressure of a perfect season. But – but brother, if it's in a gauntlet of SEC, we're gonna some losses won't hurt as bad moving forward. So it's gonna you just gonna, we're just gonna have to readjust, man. And it's gonna take some. If it ain't broken, it it is broke. We are fixing it. That we we got two more teams coming in. So it, you have mm-hmm. to you have to prepare for that. And then Pittman, one other short clip here, Shane. I mean, this was gold right here. What do players care more about NIL? or the facilities. <laughs> uh, Pitt, Pittman's telling it like it is here. Sam, how important are facilities now in terms of recruiting? For, for a long time, that was the arms race, but now NIL's thrown a different wrinkle the last year. Mm, I'd say if you got enough money, you, they'd be happy living in the tent, you know. But, uh, <laughs> All right, so I mean, perfect, perfect answer there from Sam Pittman. He's exactly right. You know, I mean, for a while, Shane, I mean, they still do. They still throw money at facilities and stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, they were doing that for a while just because they had to spend all this damn money they were mm-hmm. taking in. Uh, and I don't think it matters hardly at all uh, for most players. Not anymore, Mike. Not anymore. It used to be the thing. Um, I mean, you think the 90s early 2000s that was that was the it was the rush the mad rush to build the nicest biggest baddest facilities and now it's now it's it's about my bank account what can you do for me individually not as a group so uh yeah times times are definitely a change in there yeah well shane and a big reason why i want to get to this uh, nine game because i want to see texas i want to see texas Mm a&m meet on the field every season and we may not get that Hopefully we will. We'll see. But uh, this is just a perfect example, Shane, of how heated this damn rivalry is. And they haven't even played since 2011. The uh, Texas AD, Chris Del Conte, says Texas favors a nine-game SEC schedule. But after Ross Bjork, the A&M AD, came out and said, 
Oh, yeah. Once again, first game's going to be in College Station, even though the last time they played was in College Station. Del Conte, the Texas AD, says, Greg Sankey said nothing of the sort to me. So, I mean, they can't even <laughs> agree where the hell this damn game's going to be played. They're fighting in the streets here. or fighting down out the beach down here in Destin. And, man, I just – I'm so tired of of the talking and the tweeting. And, and everywhere you go, you know, Tex-Ags, all those people, they do a hell of a job. Uh, the Orange Bloods, Texas people, they do a hell of a job. But it's, it's just them bickering for – a damn decade here. I would I want to see these two on the on the gridiron. Mike, I don't care where it's at. Be in a Walmart parking lot, brother. As long as we get to watch it the first time. So, I, I th- I'm pumped up for this matchup, and and that's one of those reasons. You know, I, every time you see it, and maybe I don't understand the past as as much as you know some of those guys. Easily, I don't. I mean, I wasn't there, but every. Every Texas tweet that's ever come out of our podcast has been about fifteen A and M's with their horns down. You know, it's they they absolutely hate each other, and I cannot wait to see this first matchup. I they should make a special day for it. Opening of the season, I don't care. Do it, do it in in July fourth with fireworks going on in the background. <laughs> Let these two teams duke it out. Uh, it, it's going to be billed as as a championship football game, man. So. I can't wait to see it when it happens. Yeah. And speaking of uh, A&M and Jimbo, show we had to play this real quick. Uh, Lane Kiffin, I forgot I had this quote <laughs> in my back pocket here, but uh, any chance, I mean, you talk about any, any opportunity to throw Jimbo under the bus, Lane Kiffin is going to take it. And he did it down here in Destin with uh, all the success the Aggies are having on a recruit so, trip. I struggle letting it go on those things. My SID tells me to let it go, but when someone says that, <laughs> that NIL has nothing to do with why someone you know, signs at their place and it's not the best class in the history of recruiting, I struggle with that statement. All right, Shade. So, like I said, I mean, he's not going to miss an opportunity, mm-hmm. and it, particularly when he lost a uh, quarterback to the Aggies here at the. Uh, I remember all that. There was NIL allegations and all that, so. I mean, it is what it is, but uh, certainly Lane yeah. Kiffin not too happy about it. Yeah, Lane Lane sending out pictures of the beach and uh, pictures of the <laughs> ocean and thinking of new ways to piss Jimbo Fisher off. So <laughs> <laughs> I saw Eli on Feinbaum trying to trying to make up for that. You know, because that's that's the problem. Sometimes you take a, a tweet or a message and you you clip it down to a certain point, and you you kind of lose yep. exactly what. That's why we we wanted to play the full clips of Eli yesterday. But you know, I I, I failed him a, a little bit on the defense today, Mike. Oh yeah, oh yeah, could be because people run with the first tweet, like yeah. you know, and that just get, goes wild, and corrections are made, and no one pays a damn attention to it. So. Mm. That's the that's the world we live in. Unfortunately, you know what? My uncle's a orthopedic surgeon. He saves lives. <laughs> he still makes more money than I do. <laughs> All right, Shane. Hey, some exciting news here. We officially got the first three weeks of the SEC season. We got the kickoffs. We got the television coverage. So, I mean, this this is when you know it's real. Yeah. Season is right around the corner. You ready to run down some of these kickoff times? You talking skidjus? Yeah, let's see them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we already knew this, Shane, but, uh, you know, obviously Thursday 
August 31st, not the the week zero game, is, is Hawaii Vanderbilt, of course, uh, 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern. But the week one games, South Dakota at Missouri, under the lights, 7 o'clock Central on SEC Network. So Mizzou fans got to get fired up for Thursday night football. Same deal, unfortunately, same time. So we're going we're gonna to have to split screen it at my house, Shane. Florida at Utah. Also, 7 o'clock Central, 8 o'clock Eastern on ESPN. <laughs> Man, that's going to be a good one. Dude, can you wait? I mean, just uh-huh. those two games when they're on 35. Like you said, I'm, I'm, I'm redoing the pod studio. Uh, so, hopefully, by the time season kicks off, we'll have that squared up. But I, I've, I've taken a chapter out of your book, Mike. I'm going to have me about four TVs in there. So I cannot. So I'll make sure I don't miss any of this action. I can't wait to have these two game two games on. Oh yeah, and then Saturday the week one action: Shane Ball State at Kentucky, noon Eastern, eleven Central on uh, SEC Network. How about this? Well, I know Tennessee fans, I'm, I'm already hearing they're upset. <laughs> they're always <laughs> upset, Shane. Virginia at Tennessee. Noon Eastern, 11 Central, at nationally televised, though, ABC. How do you feel about the Vols, Shane, playing 11 o'clock local time to start their season? I'm not too happy about that, Mike. I'm not a nooner kind of guy. This is one I'd like <laughs> to see at night. But, again, neutral site, so I get it. Uh, what What is the day on this one again? It's not – it's it's during the week, right? No, Saturday, September oh, 2nd. okay. I thought they moved it up for some reason. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm. I get to watch football before everybody else. So you know what? I can spend the <laughs> noon game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you have to wait till seven. I can watch our ass beating it at noon. So you go ahead. Yep. And then how about this one, Shane Mercer at Ole Miss? That's going to be two o'clock Eastern, one mm-hmm. Central on the plus. This is one of those plusers they throw on there. UMass at Auburn. How about this, Shane? Hugh Freeze debut nationally televised by ESPN, 3.30 Eastern, 2.30. So it's it's the CBS time slot. It's just not CBS yeah. quality, UMass at, at Auburn. Yeah. So, well, did you say UMass or Mercer? Uh, this is UMass. Mercer okay. is Ole Miss. Mercer at Ole Miss. Okay, when's that one? What time's that one? Uh, 2 Eastern. Okay, because maybe last time we get to see Mercer. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> if you're a fan. <laughs> and we got uh, Western Carolina, Shane, playing uh-huh. at Auburn, 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 Central. That's another ESPN Plus matchup. I didn't realize Ooh. there were so many Carolina. Uh, wait, never mind. I'm thinking <laughs> Kentucky. You ever seen, uh, I, I saw a guy with a Northern Kentucky. I didn't even know that was a thing. You know, I said, where's that at? NKU, like huh? Yeah. Yeah, Covington. Near right there by Cincinnati is where it's at. So I've been in the area. I didn't know there was a school up there. But so apparently they got northeast, west. They got them all up there. A lot of schooling going on in Kentucky. Surprising. That's a stat I didn't I didn't expect to hear. As soon as Kirby finds out about that school, Shane, they're on the fucking <laughs> Georgia schedule. <laughs> Put them on the board. <laughs> Western Carolina at Arkansas, 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 Central. Southeast Louisiana at Mississippi State, 4 Eastern, 3 Central, SEC Network. So, Zach Arnett debut nationally televised. UT Martin at Georgia, Mm -hmm. 6 Eastern, 5 Central. ESPN Plus, though, man, how are you going to do the the 
Champs like that. Put them on the Plus Network. You know what? God, you shouldn't even put them on TV, Mike. This thing's going to be <laughs> over in four minutes. You can roll out the fourth. We could figure, we're going to get to see all four quarterbacks during this one here. So, <laughs> but how about this? This uh, this gives you an idea of what the slate is like week one. Shane, New Mexico at Texas A and M, nationally televised, ESPN seven Eastern, six Central. So, I mean, it's going to be great to see this Bobby Petrino offense, but it's kind of surprising we couldn't get a better matchup than New Mexico A&M uh, nationally televised. Yeah, no, I think – but, again, he's still a little scary as an Aggie fan. <laughs> you know, if you fall in the Aggies, you're like, well, it's the same thing we said about App State and saw how that one turned out. So, uh, no, this one – any games is, is a little bit nerve-wracking, but it is a good opportunity to really break in that offense. So, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. Alabama, A&M, Shane, at Vanderbilt, 7 Eastern, 6 Central on the ESPN+. Plus. Mm-hmm. MTSU at Bama, 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central, yeah. SEC Network. And how about this? Apparently, Shane, they're thinking this is going to be potentially the game of the week. We don't necessarily agree or anything, but North Carolina, South Carolina in Charlotte, 7.30 p.m. 6.30 Central on ABC, so nationally televised. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of eyes on Shane Beamer and company in that opener against Mac Brown in North Carolina. Yeah, no, I, and I think this really could be a good game. I, I don't think it's going to be as close as – you know, some of the experts say, I think, I think, I don't want to tip my hat, but I think them Gamecocks beat the shit out of them. But I think that uh, this is going to be built up the closer that we get to it, especially because of Sam. I mean, we all know what this is. It's going to be quarterback, quarterback. Uh, this, yeah. They're going to shape this up as two heavy hitters going at each other. So should be a fun matchup. I hate that it's in Charlotte, but it still will be a good game. And we've already had this one announced, Shane, but we got to mention it Sunday, September 3rd. LSU, Florida State, 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central, ABC. Man, (laughs) and remember, there's no NFL at this time, so all eyes are going to be on it, just like last year. And remember, we had some fun with Brian Kelly being the – they were the LSU was the only team that lost week one. Absolutely. And it came down to a damn extra point. You know what? And they're they're going to tout it up again that and Florida there's going to be a lot of people on that Florida State bandwagon coming in here. But I think yeah. O'Brien's had a couple sleepless nights over this game. A little he'd love to have a couple do overs. So I, I'd like to see what's up his sleeve during this matchup. And all like you said, all eyes will be on this game. Mm-hmm. All right, Saturday, week two, September 9th. All the games are on Saturday. Normal week of football here, Shane. But some interesting games. Still in the non-conference land, but Austin P at Tennessee, such a great game, Shane. They don't even have a uh, kickoff time. This the only one on the schedule, but I'm assuming it's going to be a nooner. That I mean, that seems like a safe assumption, don't you think? Oh yeah, yeah. I think that'll be a noon game. <laughs> that'll be an early one. <laughs> Get the kids out to that one. <laughs> Vanderbilt. Joe, that I way. think Joe Milton uh-huh. can throw it to Austin P. <laughs> From Neyland. I, I don't know if that's possible, but he's got a hell of a cannon on him. <laughs> Vanderbilt at Wake Forest. Shane, interesting time. 10, 10 a.m. Central, what? 11 Eastern. Is that this even is, allowed? Is, I didn't think so, but on ACC Network, maybe that's an ACC deal there, but that's that's pretty wild, isn't it? 
I don't even. I, you sure that's right? That doesn't seem like that. I mean, I'm looking at the ESPN yeah. website right now. I don't know. Yeah, that's Lee Corson them going to be say. talking why they're kicked <laughs> off over there. So that yeah, it doesn't make sense. But hey, ACC's got to do what they can to get some eyes on their ball game. So that's what you do. You start having them before noon. <laughs> We will have a nooner in the SEC, Shane. Ball State at Georgia, noon Eastern time on SEC Network. Um, now the action, we, we got Eastern Kentucky versus regular Kentucky, the good Kentucky, 3 o'clock Eastern, 2 Central on ESPN+. Plus. How about this one, Shane? This is going to be a big one. Texas A&M at mm-hmm. Miami, 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central, on ABC, again, this this is a crossroads you, you game announcers? for both of them. You, you ain't got announcers yet, do you? No, sir, I don't believe they've announced okay. that yet. Yeah, no, that, I think that's that's going to be such a fun game. I, I really mm-hmm. do. That's, that's that we're going to find out if the Aggies are legit or not during that matchup. Can't wait for that one. Right. And then we can't overlook this one either, Shane. Ole Miss at Tulane. Again, remember Tulane had a hell of a year last year. Mm-hmm. 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central on ESPN2. So they're getting the national televised treatment as well. Kent State at Arkansas, 4 Eastern, 3 Central on SEC Network. The big one, Shane, Texas at Alabama, 7 Eastern, 6 Central Ooh. on ESPN. Come on now. Ooh, buddy. I thought for, I thought – well, I thought that would be an earlier game, so I'm I am pleasantly surprised there. I think a night matchup would be ideal for the Crimson mm-hmm. Tide here. That place is going to be absolutely rocking. Yeah, Texas, they won't know what. Welcome what to the SEC. <laughs> Last time they did that, man, they got their ass beat in Arkansas. So you know, yeah. let's, let's see how this plays out. MTSU at Missouri, Shane, seven Eastern, six Central on ESPN Plus. Mm-hmm. McNeese, man, McNeese all over the board here Jeez, at Florida, seven thirty <laughs> Eastern, six thirty Central on ESPN. You will you watch that one? Okay, <laughs> Grambling. Let me hold the at- dollar, McNeese. Come on, <laughs> I go <to> McDonald's. <laughs> Grambling at LSU, seven thirty Eastern, six thirty Central ESPN Plus. Mm-hmm. Arizona. At Mississippi State, interesting matchup, Shane. 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central on the SEC Network. Furman at South Carolina. That's a short drive. 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central, ESPN Plus. Night, you got to love It's in South Carolina. Well, I assume you said short drive. I just – I'm, I'm kind of alarmed you knew or exactly where it's at. So, <laughs> I mean, I've seen some shirts and stuff, but I didn't know exactly where it's located. Only school to offer me a scholarship. No, was it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't it. think I'm good enough to even get in there. And then how about, the, oh, man, this is going to be wild, Shane. Is, is, you never know what you're going to get with Hugh Freeze and company. You never know what you're going to get when an SEC school travels out west. But this is, you know, wild stuff here. Auburn at Cal. 10.30 Eastern, 9.30 Central on ESPN. So they're getting the most out of it, nationally televised. The only upside, I, we we shouldn't even say this on, on this show, Shane, because we're such SEC homers, but if you lose it, 
I don't know if Adrian's going to be up <laughs> up to even know till you know the next day. So at least you got that going for you. Absolutely. You allowed to go to California? I didn't even know. That was, <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right. Final one we got here, Shane. Week three. Now we're cooking because we got some SEC games here, Shane. Saturday, September sixteenth. Of course, we've already got it announced. Uh, South Carolina at Georgia is going to be the CBS game, three thirty Eastern, two thirty Central. Uh, we do have one that's TBD still. Shane Vanderbilt at UNLV. So that'll be interesting. We don't know the kickoff time, but have to imagine that'll probably be an evening one because it is close to the West Coast. But here we go, Shane. Now we're getting into the the meat of of this is what we're here for. LSU at Mississippi State, noon Eastern, 11 a.m. That's a big break for LSU, but nationally televised right after college game day. Man, I'd be pretty pissed off of Zach Arnett, Mississippi State. You you wanted that night game for LSU. Yeah, I think you did, but I don't know. Sometimes you don't. (laughs) I mean, if I'm playing LSU, I want it at noon. My example there, Tennessee LSU, it seems like it was kind of a – Right, but that was in Death Valley. Well, true. So I'm saying yeah, Mississippi State. That. You you want the man? You want the bells? I mean, those those fans yeah. will still be hungover from the night before. You know what? Yeah, but then again, it's still it, you. You make it a bigger game when it's at night. You know, I I don't know. I, I'm kind of impartial. I think I I think people look at this one a little bit different than I do. I think uh-huh. if I'm an underdog, uh, yeah. you know, I'd like to play them earlier you know maybe maybe you do catch them off guard or or you know kind of looking ahead yeah. or something like that so but okay. maybe you're right maybe a, a night game i mean cowbells are still gonna be ringing buddy it don't matter what time it is <laughs> you know that place yeah. is still gonna be jumping but i i don't know it feels like me personally i if i'm gonna play lsu getting them in early i think is is better uh but obviously if you could make this a game, maybe even win the game. Doing it at night, night would have been freaking phenomenal. So, yeah, I guess you could right. go either way there. Well, then I guess you'll have the same opinion here, Shane, because you're Missouri Tigers hosting Kansas State. That's another noon kickoff, 11 Central on SEC Network. I would have preferred Columbia Night Crowd, but, again, maybe, maybe there's something to, to like you're saying because I think I don't know who will be favored in that game, but uh, it, it'll be a fairly tight spread, I have to imagine, Kansas State at Missouri. Yeah, uh, kind of surprised. You know, Kansas State got a lot of love last year, national attention and stuff going into the, mm-hmm, the championship mm-hmm. game. Maybe they could have, you know, made a little bit more action out of this playing it later. But, no, I'm, I'm with you. Same same concept here. If you, if you feel like you're going to be an underdog, I want to play you early. So, I, I, I think this is going to be a really good showdown. And something that you couldn't watch early. So you're not, you know, sometimes these games later in the days, it's, it feels like they get lost in the shuffle with some of the other primetime games. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Alabama at South Florida. Still can't believe they, they agreed to this one. 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central, nationally televised. ABC, South Florida, nationally televised. What are we doing here? That's what happens. You almost beat Florida. You get, you get, a, little <laughs> national, you get a little national attention for a while. Yeah, Louisiana Monroe at Texas A&M, Shane, 4 Eastern, 3 Central, SEC Network. Mm-hmm. Sanford at Auburn. Sanford, so they're all over this schedule here. 7 Eastern, 6 Central, ESPN Plus. And now the one you've been waiting for, you big Tennessee homer. Tennessee at Florida, 7 Eastern, 6 Central on ESPN. Mm-mm-mm. 
That's going to be a yeah, huge awesome. matchup right there. Let's go think? to that one. Let's go down there. Can we go to that? I've not been to the swamp. I I I had an really? opportunity to go down there. Glad mm-hmm. I didn't because we got our ass beat. But you know, now it feels like this is a good time to go. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like if you're gonna go to the swamp, now you now's the time before Billy starts bringing any more of these damn classes down there. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, and Arkansas they also get a night game. Good for them, Shane. SEC. I thought they prohibited Arkansas from playing at night for some reason. BYU at Arkansas. 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central on ESPN2. So another national showcase there for Sam Pittman and company. Akron at Kentucky, 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central on ESPNU. And then the, the weekend ends Georgia Tech at Ole Miss, 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central on the SEC Network. Man. We got us some football right around the corner. You know what? That's it. That's it. And you're, you're already starting to imagine what that football games are going to look like. It's like it's like in your mind you're like thinking about that Mississippi State LSU, for example, and and now mm. it's a nooner. You're like, okay, that's okay. We'll get them early. You know, it's like – or you're thinking Florida, <laughs> Tennessee confirmed at night. You're just like, all right, man. It's going to be an electric atmosphere. <laughs> now you're starting to you're starting to put them them games in your head. You know all the times you played Florida at night down there in the swamp, you get a little worried a little bit. You know, so it's like so that that's just the uh, the beauty of a scheduling is now you can start making some serious plans. Do you think uh, Shane? I don't remember which coach this was. It was probably either Pruitt or Butch, but uh, all during the off season, you know, it'd be. 80 degrees, whatever, what have you in, in Knoxville. But next to that, they, they'd had another temperature. And it was, it's 103 in Gainesville right now. <laughs> like getting them trained up for, of course, they just fell flat on their damn face, so it didn't work. But uh, uh, my question to you, do you think Hypo's got that same damn temperature in Gainesville clock down there, whatever you Maybe. I mean, I mean, he did coach down there in Central Florida for a long time. He, he's probably very acclimated with the weather situation down there. So, uh, it is kind of funny. I don't know if – I always like when they – when they're preparing for these wild matchups, like they're going up to, you know, Colorado, and they're like, man – you ain't ready for the elevation difference. There's just no way to plan for it, you know? And then you see some of them, they're like, we shut the doors, we crank the heat up, we're getting used to the heat. And, like, it's the same thing as Gainesville, you know? So, I, I don't know if there's going to be any of that going on. But, uh, yeah, it's – it's. I mean, it's football weather, baby. You know, I, I was out there watching my girl play softball the other day, and they must have just fresh cut, the, you know, the grass or something like that. But there's sometimes you get that smell, and you're just like, it takes you back to, to high school football, you know. You're getting ready to get out there and, you know, do – do gashers or something, you know? So it's just, it's just, it's in the air. And now that it's getting warmer, it's getting hot. You're thinking about two a days. You're thinking about, it's just, it's football time, baby. We're talking about it. We got the coaches down here meeting. We got the schedule starting to come out. Next thing you know, we're going to meet with the players. We're going to find out who's this, who's that. And, and we're, we're less than, I've been doing the countdown, man. We're less than 80 days, like 80 something days to, to SEC football, man. That's, that's a little over two months, you know? So, I'm I'm right. ready, brother. Yeah, man, I can't wait for it. And uh, man, we're gonna have you covered. We got media days coming up. Mm-hmm. We got continued guests coming into the studio. Uh, every angle on this SEC football, Texas and Oklahoma included. We're gonna have you covered on this show. But brother, I appreciate you. You got anything else before we hop off the line? 
Now it's getting late, Mike. You saw I put out a late walk yesterday. I'm putting out another late one today. Uh, today I was a little procrastinating, but uh, I'm going to get out there. we got meal prep. Get ready for the, the new week. And I uh, appreciate all the support. I see a lot of people out there walking, getting the, getting them steps in. So uh, if you keep following us on the YouTube. If you ain't got on there and subscribed to that SEC podcast, be able to hit that because as soon as Mike gets a video, he uploads it. And if you got your notifications on, you're, you're notified immediately. It's, it's crazy how technology works. But anyway, <laughs> uh, other than that, that's all I got, man. I'm going to get out here and walk before I get in trouble. All right, well, I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate each and every one of you. We'll catch you on the next one. All right, see you guys. Go balls. Hey, buddy, this beer's for you, Mike, and Cousin Shane. That SEC podcast loves the pirate, and the pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail State.